Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, 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 folks. Here we are. Remember that old Dana Carvey bit? Uh, trying to start a car on a cold day. Sounds like Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> he was something else, that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. I just watched, uh, I'm watching you know, Larry Sanders. Oh, and they had all over it. Spade and uh, Carvey back to back episodes. They're hey. both, are they both Arizona? I know Spade is, but now they have a pod together. Yes, maybe that's why I'm thinking. Spade is. Where's Carvey? I think I looked him up recently. I'm going to say uh, SF, like uh, Upper California area. He might have been Ohio originally, one of those guys. A lot of people are like born here and then went to California. That's true. A lot of Ohio. Ohio is slept on, as they say. Well, Logan Paul, the other guy. As goes Ohio, so goes the nation. Or there goes the whatever. They elect the president. That's all that matters. OH. Water. I would love a water. Please. Icy water. Ice Please. water in a cup no with ice. the plastic. No ice. ice. No Thank ice. you. No. An aristocrat. I want an open border. No ice. Lots of ice for me. Thank you. Not lots. Just regular ice. Boy, it's crazy. We're in this tiny shoebox of a of a of a shit storm here, and it is the prettiest day in America. I know. It's a lovely day. Lovely day. I hate that song. What? So much. Bill Withers. One of the worst songs ever. How do you fig? Well, Withers is great. Uh, give me some whiz. Give I me love Ain't the No whiz. Sunshine I Love. Lean On Me I Love. Yeah, Withers. The other Heights. one. Um, there's only a few. You know, he, The yeah, two of us. We've talked about this so bad. So scary. You know, he quit because he's like, I ran out of ideas. I had nothing left. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. I watched the documentary, and he also said uh, they kept wanting me to be blacker. Like, all the producers like, come on, you got to black it up a little bit. And he's like, I'm singing. What do you want? Shit. You yeah, can't do you, that. Yeah. That but would ruin everything. Lovely day. It just keeps saying, lovely day. Love. Um, and it has that, like, whoa. It has that law. It's so annoying. That song comes on. It's like, uh, it's like the 1-800-Cars-For-Kids song. Oh, I me. love that song, too. You're kidding. Come 800 on. 800 cards for kids. Hey, what a hook. 188. 188. Oh, no, 187? No, that's murder. Yeah, that's what the cops 1877. That's 1877, seven, seven. Yeah, you need the double uh, syllable there. What percentage of human beings in the history of Earth have donated their cars for kids? Who donates Wait. a car? Kids get a car? I, I we no. shouldn't have a bunch of kids running around in Ferraris. That's dangerous. Well, if they put a cage around the Ferrari, put that's not bad, huh? You know, kids in cages. Yeah, you put a Ferrari in the cage. Oh, it's a race car bed. Or a, <laughs> yes, and then you, you round up all these sons of onions. Yes, you throw them in a cage, but there's a car in there. You don't give them the keys, of course. Sure, but now but you got you can play, I guess. But now you got a car taking up most of your real estate. Well, you get a big cage. That's a hell of a cage. Big cage. Cage against the machine. Uh, um, cage the elephant. That's not even a pun. That's just the name. Oh, is that a band? Yeah, I think that's part of what's it called? Did the that? Avengers. No, they're a little moody. The right? white stripe, not the white stripes. Who's the other one? Dan Arbach. Uh, Orville Redenbacher. Who's that guy? Is that Dan the white Arbach. stripes? I don't know. No, that's Mike White. Yeah, Jack White. Jack White. Oh boy, Mike Which White's one? the White Lotus. No, it's not the White Stripe. It's the other big band that's like, who did? Dun, 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 the, dun, 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 the Killers. No, no it's neither uh, of those. Oh, the Raconteurs. No. Uh, Which one's Seven Nation Army's White Stripes? That's White Stripes. Okay. All right. What's the other band? Seven Seven Cars for Kids. They were big. Mm, well, Lizzo. Uh, big. Fuck me hard. All right. That's consent. Dan Arbach or something like that. I thought he was like a hockey player or something. No. Red Arbach was a basketball coach. Chuck, oh, what's Red the Arbach. band? Dan Arbach, Cage the Elephant, Not the White Stripes. Oh, I don't know. Ah, uh, you're fired. Fuck me no. hard until my mm. mother comes. Damn. Well, oh, everyone's yelling it. it. Everyone's the yelling it. They're all commenting. 
Yeah, ah, with the lid on it. Wow, who told you to put the lid on? Who Thank you. you. Is this double lid? Appreciate it. No, it's one lid. Oh, it's got a lip on it. It, it looks weird. No, it's a double lid. There's something yeah. happening here. There's something happening. I've in never here. found a hat I like at lids, by the way. What? Uh, I don't oh, love lids. Mind. Double lid. Double lid. You don't like lids. I don't like lids. It's all the same. What about SIDS? That's when the kid dies. That I like. Um, no, no offense. I know you're uh, Papa Jojo over oh, here. Yeah. Now that's a father. Oh, you can't smell it. Smell what are you, Molly Shannon? I haven't. I haven't showered. And I didn't change. I mean, you saw me yesterday. Same outfit. No shower. I haven't showered either. I'm down to th three showers a week. No, come on. What? You're stripping away important uh, nutrients. I love to shower, but it's one of those things. Yesterday, I had a day yesterday, but it's yeah. hard because. The folks at home, they're roofing, they're plumbing, they're unemployed, they're gay, they're That's cops, true. they're firemen, they're truck drivers. And I apologize for the folks at home, but Not yesterday, I had one of those days where you got nine things to do oh, yeah, with no big. time in between. No, you're just zipping and zapping, A to B, A to B, A to B. I haven't ridden the subway this much since 1988. I felt like one of the warriors out there. Well, <laughs> come out to play, but don't joke anybody. It was uh, it was wild. I got, I got a, by the way, I got an art. I commissioned an artist to build a bust of that guy in my house. <laughs> Uh, the kook killer? <laughs> kook killer! Uh, boy, what a hero. But anyways... Uh, He's making millions of bucks on the uh, the GoFundMe or whatever. Oh, is he? He made, uh, I think, over two mil so far, and it's rising. Well, I gave him 350000 but uh, I'm kidding, of course. Don't email me. Don't write to me. But, uh, you know. Well, I don't think he meant to kill the guy. No, That's the thing. certainly. And everybody's like, he's a murderer. I'm like, yeah, he did murder a guy, but I don't think he meant to. And I think it's a moment of passion. Well, he manslaughtered a guy. Yeah, which, according to Norm MacDonald, sounds worse. Yeah, I think Regan did that joke, too. Ooh. Yeah, I wrote that joke, which is fun. It's a fun feeling when you're a kid and you write a joke. At yes. first, you're like, oh, no, Regan already does it. But then you have the moment, you're like, well, I guess Regan and I are on the same page. That is, that's the best feeling. Nothing better. Yeah. I've had that with Cosby's later stuff. But, yeah. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, oh, my day yesterday. Oh, big nine, nine, nine things to do. Kook, Subway, By the 80s. way, the Subway, everywhere you go now... There's cops on the train now, which I love. I, I see that. a cop on the train. I just, I, I hug him from behind with my hand on his taser. I just, I love him. I know, and then I, I worry because I was a young whippersapper, skateboarder, you know, jumping around, fuck the popo, rap music, punk music, and now I see cops and I'm like, good to have you. You know, I give him one of these and I'm like, am I old now or am I just not trying to die? Yeah, I think that's the uh, natural flow of life. Mm. You're a young whippersnapper, and you say fuck the police, and then you get a little older, you start law-abiding to some degree, you know, you're yeah. hopping turnstiles and whatnot. Sure. And you get a little dough, and you go, hey, I wouldn't mind being protected out here. Right, right. But I, it's funny, because you can see the cycles happening. I was hanging out with a couple of guys our age the other day, and they were like, these young kids today? And you're like, oh, man, that's what my grandpa used to say, and then my dad used to say it, and now this guy's saying it. I know, but it is weird. It's it's a hard. Th I'm I'm this guy, and I hate to be this guy because uh -oh. I hated it so much. Because you we know go. me, I have a as Colin Quinn said, an uh, an un unsettling passion for the '70s. I mean, he was like, uh. "This is weird." When we met, he was like, "Something's wrong with you. This uh -huh. is strange." Because I was obsessed with you know Scorsese and Sidney Lumet and Rocky and uh, uh, what do you call it, the Stones and all that. Sure, and Springsteen, all that shit. But uh, now. I was that guy. I always have. I'd always have a Black Sabbath T-shirt or a Dylan hat uh -huh. or, a, or you know a uh, Jackson Brown thong on, and everyone would go, "How sure. do you know about Jackson Brown? You fucking piece of shit! You're 11." And I'm like, "It's recorded music. It still exists, you fag." Right, right. It's still good, but now you see the kid with the Nirvana shirt and the the Green Day shirt or whatever it is, and you go, "Uh oh, here it comes." It's I, all coming. I'm not kidding. I got a niece. She had a Nirvana shirt. I'm like, "What are you kidding? What the hell do you know about Nirvana?" But it, to be fair, I do think some of these kids, because back in 1991, if you said, what's with your Bob Dylan shirt, I'd be like, well, I love uh, bringing it all back. I could quote any song. Yeah. But I don't think uh, this lady's listening to Smells Like Teen Spirit. There is a little of that. I mean, how many uh, hot moms you see and their kids got an ACDC t-shirt on? It's this big. It's got a spaghetti stain on it. You're like, this kid doesn't know uh, Back in Black. No. It's, and, and My if, ex does. But... <laughs> 
Anyway, so I'm an old man is the point, but... Uh, We're all old, and it's all wacky. It's all pipes, because I saw a hip young comedian the other night, and I, he's wearing these big old baggy jeans. And I go, what's going on here, MC Hammer? And he's like, oh, this is in. That's out. Oh, really? He's like, you're the nerd. I'm like, oh, no, I got to get new jeans? Uh, gee, is this any good? I don't think so. <laughs> um, that's, no, a, that's a black, little white ankle. Black Nike socks, New Balance. Well, by the way, I mean, we've talked about it before. I had New Balance sneakers and Nike socks on. Chris Allen, he fucking said, delete my number, you white honky piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I, he does. That's no good, evidently. No, no, it's all. But then you wait long enough. If you're a hobo right now and you're wearing uh, a daishiki, blackface, and a clan hood, if you wait long enough, that'll be in. Yeah, that'll swing back around. It all swings. Swing, like my ex. Swingers. Yeah, swing dance. Swing. Swing time for Hitler. Swing time for Hitler. Did oh, you ever yeah. get into the producers? I never really loved it, honestly. I watched honest. it once. I love the concept. I love the idea. I love springtime for Hitler. I love how uh, edgy it was and how big of a stir it caused. Mm. He got a lot of shit for that old Brooksy. Right. You know, you're a Jew and you're making jokes about this. And it was... 16 years after the Holocaust? Yeah. Not that far off. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. I just never, it's got to be more like 20-something, right? Well, 60s. 64, maybe it was 19, something like that. Yeah, I guess you're I right. I guess you're right. 64, 65-ish, but yeah, not not too long. I mean, it's close, wow, listen to this. Uh-oh. The Holocaust was closer to the producers than 9-11 is to now. There you go, you see? That's funky town. And I do a 9-11 joke in my act, and people still go, oh, I mean, it's just a bad joke, but they get <laughs> they get a groany. Groany baloney. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the producers, I watch it, I'm like, ah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I think for the time, it was like, wow. Oh, but you watch Blazing Saddles, still great. That holds up, and uh, Spaceballs is fun. And the N-word is funny, you know? I mean, you watch a lot of black comedians, and uh, they use it quite liberally. Of course. I always say there's nothing funnier ever than like a black comic referring to Santa Claus as the N-word. <laughs> I mean, what could be funnier? And he's like, this N-word coming down my chimney? I don't think so. I'm That's like, true. How funny is that? Yeah, eat, eat my cookies. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Uh, yeah, that's Santa Claus like my dad. I see him once a year. But, uh, yeah. Let me run this by you and see if it smells like ass. All right. So. Yep. I think I'm getting older. <laughs> I think I'm getting older because we talk about old. I, I did a little bit of a bender last weekend. You know, I try to take one week or one day out of the week and I really tie one on. I go on a toot, a tear. That's not bad. That's only 50, 50 tears in a year. Whoa. When you put it like that, all right, maybe it's more. But either way, I'm tearing it up, and I'm out in uh, Toronto. We got two shows. Uh, I'm putting them back. Free to I'm getting a bottle of tequila now in the green room, which is probably a mistake. Yeah. But I'm putting them back, and I'm the only guy drinking. Sean Murphy's there. He doesn't drink. The other guy didn't drink, so I was like, all right, fuck it. Never good, but either way, hung over the next day. We go get breakfast at a diner. And I'm farting, I'm hungover, I'm gay, and I get back in the hotel lobby and I go, oh, I'm going to let out a real screamer, and it just went <laughs> right down the leg, that hot fudge, oh. you know? I haven't sharted since 41. Wow. I sharted, it's, it's uh, no one tells you, it's a funny thing, hey, you sharted, uh, shark tank, it's 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 a bummer. Like you feel sad. You're like, what am I doing with my life? I'm, I'm shitting myself. I'm in a hotel lobby in the lobby of a Hyatt, going, oh god. And then you know, I'm in the elevator. I'm like, can they smell it? You have to run to your room. You have to waddle. Yeah. You get the key in. You open the door. You pull the pants. And you see the damage. Your legs are brown. Oh, it's traumatizing, Jerry. It's no good. If you do it again, you're resharded. Hello, folks. Ah, yes. resharded. Yes. Rocket yes. Richard. Uh, yeah, it's not Richard. a great feeling, but sometimes, you know, it happens. It just squirts out. You get older. Your O-ring is a little wider. Yes. You're taking a couple thumbs in the ass from yes, the wife, I'm I dilated. Assume. Yes, thumbs. It loosens up, too. I think you stretch, you run, you walk. Your, your asshole's not going to be as... I mean, think about how tight your asshole is the day you're born. Woo, it's a balloon knot. And then think about how loose it is the day you die. Oh, it's a it's a basketball hoop. So, did you know a basketball hoop? This is what my friend told me. Maybe it's wrong. 
A basketball hoop is twice as what two basketballs could fit into the hoop. I don't, right. th- I don't think that's, that's true. That's what my friend claims. That's right. I don't think that's true. Think, think about how small Isn't that they crazy? Are compared to the hole. Yeah, it's true. No, I don't think that's true. Get, I think, get a Google on that. That's I, what my friend said. That's my friend's fact, and he's a smart guy. I think you could shove and finagle and do some real uh, hammering, but if you put it two next to each other, I don't think they'd fall in. It doesn't feel like they would, but he no. keeps saying this. It sounds ridiculous. All right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get a verdict on that. But, but uh, on TV, everything... I want to come back to the sharding, but on TV, everything looks wacky. Like, you watch a hockey game, which nobody does. I'm the only one. But yes. there's... Between the, the red... The goal line, the the last line yeah. of defense, and the back boards, there's 10... It's 10 feet. Okay. So, like, if you laid there, there'd be four extra feet there. Yeah. But when you watch on TV, it's a better example if I just had the TV. Right. It looks like three feet. I could see that. And the goal, the 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 net is six feet wide. Hmm. It's like the length of, of me laying down. Wow. But it looks two feet wide. That looks wide. two feet wide, yeah, because yeah, the fat guy with the big uh, rockers on the shin and everything, he's taking up the whole, <laughs> the whole shebang. He takes it up, so up the ass. Up the ass. So it's hard to, uh, it's all optical illusions. Yes, and- well, Everything on TV feels bigger. I mean, uh, you see Tom Cruise in public. He's about the size of my dick. He's yes. this tall. And you're like, what? Everybody everybody says it to me. Go, I thought you'd be taller. I'm like, yeah, thanks. That's hurtful, but uh, I get it. And it's true for everything. Like, uh, objects may appear larger. I've put my dick on the TV. Looks great. Yeah, maybe you got to get on TV more. Yeah, like I, I worry if I met a porn star and I saw, let me, I said, let me see that honker. I'd be disappointed. Right. By the way, I got I the opposite. Everyone's like, I didn't think you'd be tall. I don't know. Oh. Like, look, at that. look at these legs. Look how long. Oh, no, yeah. my phone. Oh, God. That's Daddy Long over here. Very long. Long cock John and leg. Silver. Yeah. But it's, a shard is never a sign that things are going well. No, no. Plus the hangover, so your anxiety's through the roof, and you're already sad, and just the cleaning process alone is is quite miserable. And then... You got to get in the shower, and then you just take those undies, and I just threw them right in the garbage, took the bag out, tied up the bag, and lit it on fire. Well, you're a good citizen, because I just put it under the pillow. Oh, <laughs> like a mint. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Jade Citrus mint. Um, but, yeah, it's not a good feel. Like, no one's ever like, yeah, tomorrow morning, I think if everything goes to plan, I'm going to wake up, have breakfast, go to the gym, call my mother, shit my pants, and come back and make love to my wife. No. It's not usually part of the no, plan. No, I think it affected my sets that night. I was up there like, eh, what's it all about? <laughs> it's, I'm going to kill myself. It, it's, a, it's a real downer. And everybody makes it so silly. I sharded, rip, 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 but sharding is no joke. Well, I told you, one of my favorite stories ever, DePaul used to always tell me, is he's on the phone with Artie Lang. They're talking, who I miss. I haven't seen. How's Artie? Love the Lang. I, I assume the worst, but uh, <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, anyways, so they're hanging out. They're talking on the phone, you know, old school. Yeah. You just watch TV talking on the phone with somebody. And uh, this is like a triply funny story to me. Because DePaul is like, oh, my God. I just sharded. I'm so embarrassed. And then Artie just goes, all right, call me back. Ah, like, he doesn't phase him. He's right, not like, what? Right. You fa-? He's like, just call me back. Well, when you've stabbed yourselves 47 times, I think a shard is a uh, walk in the park. Oh, yeah. I'm just I'm going back down a rabbit hole of old Stern with Artie snapping oh, and the throwing best. the food at his assistant and the stuff. Best. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, that was a crazy show. It was almost like reality TV for your ears, mm. you know, because you're just like, oh, my God, he's fighting with Sal again. And then uh, Artie would have women come in, and Howard Stern would go, would you fuck Artie? And they'd be like, well, I don't know. And he hated it. And he would be like, all right, Howard, enough. And they're like, well, I'm just trying to get you laid. He's like, I can get laid, Howard. You can tell he's furious. And then he goes home and does heroin. Wow. I never listen. It's a big regret. I never listened to Stern, really, in the heyday. Yeah. Well, you know how he got on, uh, Artie? No, I don't. Uh, Norm brought him in. And Norm, I think it was Norm, and Norm's being fun, and you know, everybody loves Norm. And then he's like, oh, this is my pal Artie. And Artie was just in a in the zone. Mm. And uh, Stern was like, who is this guy? This guy's a talent. And he's like, ah, what are you going to do? He's a fat piece of shit, uh, alcoholic, uh, drug addict. And then Stern hit him up and was like, what's up with that guy? We got an open chair. And that was it. Wow. Old school. Just uh, got discovered. Now all three of them are dead. How wild is that? Huh? <laughs> Oh, jeez, you scared me. Uh, I'm only kidding. One of them's dead. Wouldn't it be funny if Artie just, I mean, he outlived Norm. He just yeah. outlives all of us. He could be like a cockroach. Yeah, a Keith Richards. Yeah, Betty White's gone.
Yeah, I never cared for her. Ah, uh, yeah. Eh, nothing there. I never got in that. People say uh, they swear by the Golden Girls. It's pretty great. Is it? There's great jokes in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Golden okay. Girls is good. The Golden gays Girls love is it. very good. I know, you know, my, uh, uh, what do you call it? Craig Johnson's bit. I've told it on here before, but I love it. Well, I have his, no memory, so. His brother's gay. And he went to his, like, legitimately gay, and um, he went to his, <laughs> not like our gay. Right, right. He's a gay man. I'm a gay man. He went there, and he's got Golden Girls, and it's the, the box is the DVD set, and yeah. it's all tattered and ripped. And he goes, what, do you travel with this fucking thing? And he goes, no, it's just natural wear and tear. Uh, and, oh, that's uh, great. It's very funny. Great. Man, he Rest was funny. Rest in peace, Greg Johnson, one of the funniest. GJ, big fan. We started to go, you know, you have this when you're like starting out, you're a teenager, you don't know. This is like life. You, When you first get there, I was 18. You know, I started uh, 18, not a care in the world. Mm. That was supposed to be Bob Seger. It didn't come out great. But uh, like a rock. Yeah. Fucking every dad I saw. Once Chevy picks that up, you got to feel pretty good. I know, but it bums me out because it's one of the great songs of all time mm. about aging. And then you ah. put it on. It's all about like youth and now I'm older, but I'm, you know, whatever. And uh, which is weird because we're older than he is in the song. Ah, is that God. hurtful? Does that hurt you? Does that break your heart? Fuck me in the dead hole. He's 38. He's like, oh, 20 years. Where'd they go? Shit in my mouth. And we're, we're older. We're the like a rock guys. Oh, Back I, in my day. And I'm not like a rock, I'll tell you that. Keep sending that blue chew. Yeah. Uh, but I play that song, and everybody, without fail, is like, isn't this the Chevy song? And it makes me oh, live it. Oh, you're right. Because I'm right. like, no, it's not the Chevy song. It's the aging, longing for the old times yes, song. Yes, yes. I yeah. was so strong. Yeah, you know, uh, John Cougar Mel. Of course, do I? He did the, uh, what's the big one? Hurt So Good, Jack small and town. Diane, Jack, Small Jack. Town, Pink Houses, yeah. Authority Song. It was Jack and Diane, but, in the USA. but Bush wanted to make that the song of America or whatever, mm. and he turned it down. Probably Pink Houses. Probably Pink Houses. Hey, America. Yes. Yeah. And he said, ah, no thanks. Appreciate it. See you in hell. Well, it's like Reagan was born in the USA. Same what? Thing. Yeah, he was like, ah, oh, Bruce. And Bruce is like, no, I'm shitting on you. Oh. Which is uh, funny. I got a real itchy nose over here. I didn't you know what that means. Kiss a fight or get in a fight or kiss a fool. Oh, I heard AIDS. Uh, <laughs> but either way. <laughs> Well, I guess you could kiss a fool. He has AIDS. That's why he's a fool. True. Yeah, true. If you got an open sore, there you go. I always have an open sore. <laughs> My asshole's an open sore. <laughs> hey, hey, folks. Tuesday's story is brought to you by VPN. Using that internet now without ExpressVPN is like passing a note in class and having the teacher read it aloud to I everyone. I had that happen. Oh, that's the worst. Nobody else needs to know. You think the new cafeteria lady is hot. I love that mole with the hair in it. It's legal for internet service providers to track and sell your online activities. So without a VPN, they can look over your shoulder, learn a lot about what to do online and make money off you. ExpressVPN is the simplest way to protect yourself. Just download the app and click one button for instant protectione. Using ExpressVPN is very simple. I forget I have it turned on most of the time. When I'm using it, I know I'm protected. It feels good. I feel safe. You never know who's out there trying to hack my data or steal my ID. Yikes, who would want to live in this brain? ExpressVPN works on all of your devices, phones, laptops, even routers, and your smart TV. So no matter what you're doing, you can rest easy knowing you're secure. Plus, ExpressVPN was rated number one by CNET and Tech Radar. Those are some folks you know what they're who know what they're talking about. I'll tell you that. Protect your online privacy by visiting expressvpn.com/tuesdays today. That's e x p r e s s v p n dot com/tuesdays, and you can get an extra three months of free ExpressVPN. expressvpn.com/tuesdays. Thank you. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Manscaped. Summer bods are great, but summer balls are even better. It's already smooth sack summer, boys, and that means Manscaped is here to make sure you look your best. Mm. Whether you're trying to keep the swimsuit area, wink, mm. nice and tidy, or going for that full body gleam, Manscaped Performance Package will get you there. It's for the ladies and the men, if you ask me. We got a lot of hot ladies out there, and men oh. hate the... Swimsuit area not being taken care of. Ooh. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with its LED spotlight 
and 7,000 RPM motor. That's crazy. That's a lot of rotations per minute. Mm -hmm. Takes care of you below while the Weed Whacker 2.0 ears and nose hair trimmer takes care of the above. Mm -hmm. I use that Weed Whacker all the time. I use it on my eyebrows. Oh, smart. I comb my eyebrow hair up, and then I... Oh, that's good stuff. It's really fun. I'll get these hair, these strays up on the cheek. I'll... Get those right out of there. And then I got that long neck that down by the Adam's apple that uh, comes out about seven feet. Yes. I use the Weed Whacker 2.0 on that one. I really do use this stuff. I really do love it. Not enough goodies for you. Manscaped is throwing in boxers and their shed travel bags. So your mm. balls will always be ready for the day at the beach. You can get 20% off and free shipping with code Tuesdays at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and used Tuesdays. It's smooth sack summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. Here, here. Hey, hey, folks. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Liquid IV. Hydration hydration isn't just important for marathon runners or athletes training for the Olympics. Regular people who just sit on their couches also need to stay hydrated. Liquid IV's got you covered. Mix one stick with 16 ounces of water and hydrate yourself two times faster than water alone. Plus, you're getting three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks with 12 delicious flavors like guava, strawberry. I like pina colada. I get this stuff sent to me. We got it at the studio. I got it at every podcast. I got it at home. I'm a booze bag. I'm a drinker. And I'm no stranger to a pull-up. So I got to stay fresh. I got to stay sharp. I got to stay gay and lubed. So, yeah. Get yourself some liquid IV. It's essential for your health, and it's number one. It's considered the number one powdered hydration brand in America with five essential vitamins in your body, and you need those vitamins, B3, B5, B12, vitamin C. Do something good for your body, folks. You eat all that horse shit. Might as well put some good stuff in it, folks. Uh, real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TUESDAYS at checkout. So that's 20% off anything when you shop hydration today. Use promo code TUESDAYS at liquidiv.com. Um, wait, we're all over the tip of here. What are we talking about? Um, hey, nice bowl. What do you call that? Uh, oh, Bruce. Wait, yeah, sorry. We're, no, we're jumping camp. around. We're zigging and zagging here. Melon Camp. Seeger, Seeger. Like, a, like a cock. Like a rock. Like a rhinestone cowboy. cowboy. Here's the basketball info. Oh, oh all right. Okay. Hit me, Fatty. Well, circumference. So the answer is technically yes, but really it's a misleading fact. Like the NBA size of the diameter of the hoop is 18 inches, mm. and a basketball for NBA is like 9.43. Okay. But if it's a little deflated, like you wouldn't even really notice it so if it you're is a regular player. It's essentially possible. double the size of the basketball. Yes, 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 yes. I think they can't go in together, but they can go in they like They can this. wiggle like balls. Yeah, like yeah. One like, like this and one's like that. That's how my sack is. There's one up here and one down here. Wait, there's so many ways to go because we were talking about so many things. I don't know if we'll get back. But the Mellencamp, Mellencamp reminded me. Seeger. I'm sure I've said this a million times. I saw oh, Greg Johnson, John Mellencamp, yeah, on September 13th, 2001. Whoa! What a show, Jerry! Whoa! I talked about it before the Wallflowers opened. Ah. Well, they're good. They're good, but they don't have the jizz in them. Nah, they rock a little, okay, and they covered. Okay. We won't get fooled again, which felt fun. All right, which all is right. Kind of a fun thing. All right, but, we're covering. Uh, but you know, that was fun. And but yeah, Mellencamp. Everybody had the flags and the stuff, yes. and everybody was all crazy. And he's singing, "Ain't that America?" It's two days. It's smoldering, Jerry. Wow! And everyone had been watching the news for forty-eight hours straight. And there was a guy walking around with a big flag. Everyone was all flagged up. God hates flags. It was so flaggy of us, and uh, it was just <laughs> great. It was like, let's get them. I love it. I love it. It's weird because now that would be some weird right-wing trope, and you're like, no, nah, we're just living here. Fuck off. Not yeah. right-wing. I'm just. I'm just. Patriotic. A uh, guy just bombed our fuck or drove a plane into our big old stuff there. Yeah, big building, a lot of papers. Yeah, 
<laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get that out. That's a all lot right. of papers, ashy people jumping out of the uh, the top deck, and firemen. It was a. Uh, it brought us together. I think we need another one. It was very exciting. No, there's no chance. Another one. We talk about this all the time. If that happened now, within 30 seconds, first of all, half the country would be like, "That didn't happen. You're full of shit." True, true. And and uh, the other half would be like, "Well, they're disenfranchised, so they had a point." And you're like, "Wait, what?" I they, know. They, they, bombed uh, the White House. And I also think half the people in the middle of the country would be like, that's what you get, you fucking bullshit city. Mm. You start having all your trans peoples True. and your whatever peoples, you deserve it. I feel right. like there'd be less empathy, right. legitimately. I'm sure ISIS hates trans. They, they must. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think they're... I think if you told them that, that's like the defense against them. You tell them about trans, their heads explode. Oh, there you go. That's one way to get rid of them. You go over you, to Al-Qaeda. You lose your head for once. Yeah, you go, we got, we got uh, people changing gender. They're like... <laughs> they combust. Yeah, there's that. You've seen that. Uh, I think we brought this up before with that African. I think he's in Ghana, and he's just like, gay, no, no, not here. <laughs> we stab you with the curvy sword. Now he's Ghana too far. <laughs> Folks, I feel like we got to pull the curtain down a little bit because we're going to be telling oh. stories from six months ago. Mark uh, is moving to Australia. Yes. Coming at you there, down under. I can't handle it here anymore. The water goes the wrong way. So he's down there for six months. So we're recording, I don't know, 14 episodes in three days. Yeah, yeah. This is the most we've ever done, plus bonuses, plus ads. And it's tough. We're packing it all in like my ass on a Thursday. It's kooky. Some of these stories are going to be from three months ago. Chuck's beard is below his knees. He hasn't left the, what do you call this? The studio. Condo studio. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's half dead. He's got three cocks in his mouth. Yeah. Yes. I haven't eaten since 81. I'm going to pass out. Well, you just had a bagel. There's bagels but, out there. Yeah, well, whatever. It's just uh, a keg. Yeah, all right. But uh, <laughs> also, his beard's not that long. That's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sorry guys, I feel bad, but, uh, we will have some time off, that'll be fun. That's what's so hard, if we Zoom, people are like, you Zoom, I you know. motherfucker, some guy's like, stop saying we talked about this before, and if I don't say that, nine people have said, you talked about this before, you piece of shit, you're not easy to please, folks. You're not easy, and then some people go, don't worry about them, do what you, do your thing, and then they go, but also I hate this, and you're like, oh, so I gotta listen to you, but don't, those guys are idiots. Right. You know, everybody wants it their way, and I'm getting yeah, Burger King. Have it your way. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm not loving it. Um, but anyways, yesterday, what a day. Ooh, yeah. I did Bennington. When's the last time you saw Bennington? I thought he died. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't seen him since 75. He's still serious? Oh, yeah. Wow. I didn't know the show was still cooking. Good for Benny. Great show. One of the all-time greats. Saw him and Gail, and that was fun. But I finished that, and then I had to shoot on down to the village. Oh, the Ville! It's weird when you're like in seven different neighborhoods. I reached out to you, because that's what you do when you're in your best friend's neighborhood. That's what I've heard. Just going forward. I don't care for it. Texted you. Got a smoothie at the old place. The uh, same Asians over. The guy recognized. I haven't been there in six really? months. We used to go there every time we recorded. Yes, yes. And he go, hello. And he's so cute and smiley. He loves me. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I went, yeah. And he yes. goes, I remember. I remember, and I said, "Hey, all right." There you go. He He's makes good. an appearance in one of the early Musqueen. Oh, for, uh, the intro. It was a hockey set. Hockey set. Yes, sets. that's yeah. right. Yeah, good guy. And I get the uh, the stamper. Stamper. You know the old uh, subway card. You know. Oh. Boop, 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 and uh, I gotta get back on that. I didn't know about the stamp. Oh, get the stamp, Jerry. You holding on to the stamps? Nah, he's got them. He doesn't tell you. You gotta go. Hey, what's up with that uh, stamp you got hide behind that peanut butter jar? And he goes, Oh shit, sorry. Ho ho ho. If only I had a close friend that knew that. To I tell figured me. everybody. I thought you knew about the stamp. Sorry. Uh, Could have got a free smoothie and some company, but well, I don't hear from you. You never call. You never write. You gotta go to eleven. I never. <laughs> We're in the studio twelve hours a month, but. I was at Legion of Skanks. Right. They did a nice uh, day one, which is a breeze. Oh, day is good. Because, you know, you got to factor in Lewis is five hours late. So at night, he's like, hey, the show starts at 8. He gets there at 1 a.m. So true. And I factored that in, and it felt great. I've been doing the show for 10 years. These guys go 1 p.m. And then I go, I'm getting there at 1.30. Fuck them. I'm not falling for it again. I get there at about 1.26, I get a call, and I'm like, oh, maybe they'll backfire. You know, it's 1.25, I'm walking in, he goes, hey, just letting you wonder about your ETA. And I go, let me just ask, are all the guys there? And he goes, nah, Jay's not here. And I said, get the hell out of here with the ETA, I'll see you at one thirty. So we started at 1.45. Yeah, it's tough. They're like Guns N' Roses, those guys. And you are too sometimes. But... I 
What are you going to do? All right. Not here. Very good here. All right. I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, hey. But any farts. So then I went down to the village. Yes. To the uh, Gnome and Bobby studio. The, the Olive Tree studio. Ah, the there. Olive Tree. Very nice. Second floor. I did the Canon Sagalo Feeney podcast. What's your scenario? Here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. I kept calling it, here's the situation. Oh, the situation room. Yeah. But I, don't uh, like that. I really loved two of those guys. Really a great hang. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, good eggs over there. I'm joking, of course. But yeah, that was a great time. But then as soon as I finished that, I'm doing these two short films back to back. I'm acting, Jerry. Oh, okay. I'm an actor. Man, we got a thespian over here and a lesbian over here. But uh, what are we talking? These are short films, student film, porno film, snuff film. Film decay. Well, first and foremost, give me an emotion, and I'll really show oh, it to you. Oh, all right. Give now me, give me, we're give talking. Give me a scene. Give me all a scene right, with an right. emotion. Uh, how about uh, you just found out you're having a baby? <laughs> a lot of range on this guy. What, did you go to uh, Juilliard? Big range. Everything's scary, but uh, yeah. Juilliards are replacing us. Well, two short films. One's by this guy, who I think is a twos gay. His name, I don't want to try his last name, because if I... Blow it. It's one of these ones. Latina. One of those names. If you get it wrong, you're like a bad person. Hold on. I think uh, it's okay. I, I think it's Asian. Oh, well, we can just throw a spoon at the table, see what happens. One of the best lines from Cable Guy, by the way. I'm pretty sure it was Asian. His name's John Ryan. This is the tough part. Oh god. Sugimoto. Oh, that wasn't bad. Oh, hello. Yeah, there's a little little poster here, and it's very exciting. John Ryan Sugimoto, and the other one's Sam Rubinoff. You know Rubinoff. Oh, the big Rube. Now, now let me ask you: these guys, do they hit? <laughs> Funny nickname. These guys hit you up and they go, "Hey, I saw Fourth of July. Hey, uh, I like your 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 podcast. Ooh, that was a big door slam. Uh, hey, you, you got a good look. We need a nerd. Well, what do they say here? That's hurtful. Um, yeah, I think they reach out and they say. Rubinov, you know, he goes, I got a script, will you read it? And normally you think, ah, there's no way anybody has talent other than me on Earth. <laughs> and then you read it and you're like, this is a chuckle a minute. This is a Come fantastic. On. Yeah, that Rubinov, he can write a script. He's the guy with the glasses and the big poof. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, got a yeah. hat that sits on the poof. Yeah, his big poof hat. <laughs> What's up with that? He's got a poof hat. Is it a hat? Put on the hat or don't. Or get a yarmulke. Call it a day. Yeah, I'm a big snug-on hat. Yes. tight old hat. Sometimes you put it up here because you want to get a little sunshine. Sure, sure. FDA guy to see your face. Yeah. FDA, but whatever that is. FDA. CIA. Ah, yeah, the cop. What's the one at the airport? TSA. T.S. Elliot. Elliot. (laughs) Um, Ness. Ah, that's fun. Boy, we're hot today. All right. Nest tea. There's not a story to be found anywhere in here. Well, but... when you don't have a story, you got to zing. But, hey! Uh, oh, well, okay. All right. So uh, let me let me throw this at your dick and see if it chafes. Went to Canada recently. Uh-huh. You know, I had the passport fiasco, whatever. Now, Sean Murph is from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm just going to drive over the border, stay at my parents. So if you want... Uh, and skip some customs, you could drive over the border with me, change your flight to Buffalo, I'll drive you to the airport, and then you just smooth sailing. I can't tell this is a bit. True story. What is that? What? Are you serious? No good? <laughs> Are you joking? I can't tell, because I'm genuinely well, worried the, about the you. the border driving is so much easier than the border on a plane. Right, but you told this yesterday. No, no, no. This is going back. What? Huh? This sounds like the story from yesterday. That was two going to Toronto. It's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. Uh, woof. Don't I, scare I me with Alzheimer's. Jesus. Yikes. I All already right. freaked out about the pills. Sorry. I mean, that really fucked me up. I thought you were going down like uh, Reagan. I know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> Hinkley. Easy. Jesus. But uh, no, I took. Woof. Okay. All right. Sorry. Let me readjust my uh, right. knobs here to like, okay, fun story. <laughs> I, I mean, I almost had Chuck call somebody. Oh, uh, yeah. Well. Trying to work on it. Took two pills last night because I forgot I took one. So, <laughs> but um, so Murph Dog says, "Hey, you don't want to deal with customs. You got about eight uh, paraphernalia's and six contrabands in your bag. You might as well come back with me. We'll have a nice ride. It's a good hour and a half. It's a beautiful day." And I said, "Yeah, you might have something there, but I'm too lazy to change the ticket. I got my ticket. Going to the Delta Lounge. Blow me." Mm-hmm. So. I'm nervous now. And you know, at the airport, they look for nervous. 
Oh, is that That's right? the thing. Yeah, it's not just metal, liquid. It's what's up with this guy? He's sweating. He's jittery. He's Michael J. Fox. Whatever it is. Interesting. So keep that in mind. But maybe I shouldn't have told you because now you're going to be thinking, do I look nervous? And now you're going to go, hmm, just walking here or whatever. You're going to act normal. Nah, I'll be just fine. Okay. <laughs> so I uh, put the bag through the blower there. Beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. And nothing worse than when you're waiting on the other end and you see that bag go from straight to. Yeah, that way. Nothing worse. That's right. There's nothing worse. Well, I, here's what's worse. And I don't know what your situation is here. Maybe you had this. Your eyes are just darting. It's like a film. You can edit it in your head. You see the bag go from there to the side, and you go, oh. So then immediately your eyes shift over here, yeah. and you see three bags ahead of yes, your bag. Yes, yes. That's when you're really porked. Nightmare, nightmare. Also, I'm looking at the, for some reason, I don't know why they do this, but I'm glad they do. They show a screen of what's in your bag. Right. Which I'm like. I guess that's kind of weird, but I like it because I get to see what my bag looks like. But it ain't pretty. It's no. just bags of gummies, mushroom caps, <laughs> and uh, Tylenol PM and money, cash. Yeah. And maybe like a joke book or something and a thong. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wow, that's weird. I can see the guy going, what the hell's going on here? So then, beep, got pulled over. And then, of course, not only do you see three bags piled up, there's no lady. There's no lady to go yes, through them. Yes, so you I got to mention that. that you got to wait for her to get off her shift. She's at Hale and Hardy eating a nice mushroom bar, and you got to wait for her. And finally, she goes through the one bag. All right, get out of here. And my bag is its overloaded. It's like a treasure chest. I have to sit on it. I got to get uh, <laughs> you know John Goodman to put his ass on it. Then I can start getting the zipper going. Uh-huh. It's a whole thing. There's ties flopping out and socks coming out of the right and the left. So I'm like, God, not only is she going to see all my paraphernalia, but she's going to see my undies, my I shit myself, you know, that's in there. <laughs> so she finally opens the bag and she goes, wow, this is a lot of cash because I get merch. I just throw the cash in. Of course. And she goes, you know, you're not allowed to travel with over $10,000 of cash. And I was like, well, I don't think that's $10,000. Uh-huh. And then I remembered, oh, I did a gig and I, in Long Island and it was a little... Shady. Uh, everything in Long Island shady. Everything shady. Uh, a lot of trees out there, and I, I think this place was connected, uh, so everything was under the tableau, and ooh. it was all pipes. Yeah, paper money. So <laughs> you got to have bills, bills. <laughs> yeah. So one of them had a big rubber band around. It was a big wad of cash. It was five grand. Oh my! I just God. threw that in my bag. This is very irresponsible. <laughs> very irresponsible. Very, if I ever lost my luggage, some guy would fly to Tahiti and just live live off my suitcase for the rest of his life. So that's five grand. Now the merch, I was like, well, that won't equal ten grand, but it might equal five. Right. So now we're five and five, maybe. So uh-huh. she goes, if this is more than ten grand. We got to talk. And I was like, oh, no. So now we're up against it. So they pull out the old bank thing. You know, the drug addict uh, casino, uh, you know, uh, mafia thing. The Money counter. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Money counter. So then I sharted. So, uh, so I'm like, oh, God, we got the money counter. What are we doing here? Fuck my ass. So now some guy comes out. He's got the blue gloves on. He's like, all right. And he's just boom, 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 putting the money out. Shift, slip, sliding through my shit-filled underwear. You know, oh, oh, here we go. More money. Just pushing edibles out of the way. Oh, There's boy. more cash, more cash. <laughs> they start ticking, and it is ticking up. Oh, my God. I mean, this is a felony. It's a felony. So with the five grand, that was in the wad. That was gone. So five grand's out. So now we got to be five or less. So I'm like, God damn it. Why did I go to the bank? You know, all the the wheels are spinning. I'm sweating. I'm like, God. And people are going, who's this guy? People are looking through like, what's going on? This guy's got sh- dog shit in his pants and uh, and money. Like, who is this guy? And I'm going, ah, nothing to see here. Keep it moving. And one guy goes, comedy. And I go, shut up. I hate you. And then... Tick, 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 tick. Guess the number. Well, you're here, so I gotta True. say it's less. I'm gonna oh, say yeah. I'm gonna Good say eighty nine hundred thirty three dollars. Closer. Nine thousand seven hundred and three. Wow. <laughs> Pretty close. That's a hefty chunk of cash. Hefty chunk. I think I took a twenty out to get a haircut. Then I bought something for the lady and uh, whatever. I don't, I don't believe that part, but uh, well, you know, uh, sometimes a boy can dream. <laughs> and uh, so they were like, "All right, 
get the hell out of here. And oh, they were like, what yeah. What are you selling to make all this money? Because I think they were implying, are you a drug addict or a gun gun runner? And I go, I'm selling these. And I just picked up a shirt and said, queef. <laughs> she was like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> but uh, here's the crazy thing. Here's the twist. So I get out of there, and I'm packing my shit up. I'm, I'm, I'm like Scrooge McDuck. I'm like, you know you know when you're in one of those tubes where the money's flying everywhere, and you got to catch it all? Yeah, that's what I was seeing them. Yeah, I was doing that at the airport, trying to catch all my money, because you closed it, and it all went everywhere. And uh, so I put it all in there. I get home. I undo my bag. I'm like, I'm going to the bank tomorrow. Put all the bag in a garbage bag, or all the money in a garbage bag. And then I, I look in my little, what do you call the little zip-up traveler toothbrush kit? Pouch. Dob kit, I it's believe. It's like a bathroom. Uh, yeah, I know. What you're Whatever about. the toiletry bag. Toiletry bag. Yeah, so I'm I'm opening that up because I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I got some toothpaste in here. I'm out of toothpaste. It's all lined with cash, but they never looked in there. Whoa! So I might have gone over. Oh my god! But they didn't check the the toiletry. You're like Pablo Escobar. I'm Escobar, baby. I'm lighting cigars with hundreds. Wow! But yeah, crazy, crazy moment, and uh, I never thought I'd be stopped for having too much money. That is wild. I mean, that's uh, you got yeah you got to because I've had situations where you sell. Sh- I just had it where I sold shirts and I was like, this is too much cash to be walking around with because you put it in your pocket, and it's out to here. Right. But I'm talking like eight hundred and fifty bucks. Yes. Yes. I mean, this is this is. I, I mean, this changes the relationship. Well, I'm sweating. It, it's literally years of merch and you just throw it in there, throw it in right. there, throw it in there, and I use the same suitcase every weekend. That's wild. What, what's your situation? I have, because I go on the road every weekend, as you do as well, and I just keep the suitcase open. My wife hates me. She wants to shoot me. Really? Yeah, because my suitcase just lives open Same. in my floor for Same. the last 20 years. Yeah. But it's like, I'm never more than maybe 10 days in between packing maybe. up my suitcase. And you know, we, you live in New York City. The folks out, out in the uh, the country, you may not realize this. My whole apartment is what you see here in this. Like, my vacuum cleaner lives outside in the living room. Right, like, there's, right. to get the suitcase, you have to jam it up into a Yes, closet. yes, we have no room. And I'm like, why do I want to pick up this suitcase and put it up here if I'm coming back in three days? Exactly. And my, my lady's the same way. And I get it. It's an eyesore. You know, I got uh, butt plugs galore out of this thing, but... If I fold it up, then I got to unfold it in a day. It's just too much. Uh, so I'm the same way, and uh, sometimes I get laundry. I get my laundry back, and I just put it right yes, in the suitcase. Yes, I yes. use it as a bureau. Exactly, but here's the gross part is I will wear the same. I do a T-shirt and button-down. That's like my life hack mm-hmm. for my comedy hack, and it just you got a collar on. It's somewhat a presentable headliner, so I just do that every time, and I just change out the T-shirt. Right. And I keep the, the, the button down in there. Fuck it. I'm the same. I just do jacket the whole weekend. I have a jacket or a hoodie, and I just put it on and then change the T-shirt and the underwear occasionally. There you go. My shirt. Do you have any uh, apparel rules as a comedian? Like, you know, the shorts. Some guys won't do shorts. No flip-flops. Uh, got to have a collar shirt or no collar. You got to have a jacket on or whatever the hell. I try to do a nicer club. You try to do a jacket. I went to Tampa and I forgot a jacket or anything. That's so hot. I just went T-shirt. It is hot. T-shirt's and- a little too cash for me. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to tackle you. I'm not going to Will Smith you, but I'm just saying it's... It's a little, I feel like a kid up there. Like, oh, this feels wrong. Maybe you've heard of this comedian, pretty famous, wore a t-shirt. Louis C.K.? Louis C.K.? <laughs> Ever I hear about it. him? But I think back when he was doing it, it was like, oh, wow, this guy is loose. He's in a t-shirt. But a t-shirt. But now what goes on with women? Because women can wear skirts, they can wear shorts, they can wear sleeveless. It's True. a different uh, set of rule. I'm not saying they have it hard, easier or whatever. Right, right, right. I'm just saying it's interesting. I, it's they can true. wear a tube top up there. Well, you see Rachel Feinstein, and she's wearing a cocktail dress every set. Wow. That's got to be tough. Or, or at least a, a ball gown or a tiara. I mean, she dresses it up. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I, I don't put a lot of... Uh, thought into it late night we've talked about this many times a late night i'm a big suit guy sure and i've said it for many years it's like everyone's wearing a suit so you put on a suit but but now people don't wear a suit as much on late night that's true and there's different late night like coney you don't wear a suit i always wore a suit really he has a suit yeah i guess that's true. tom cruise wears a suit mm. i went suit but no. at, 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 to me, at side splitters or whatever, or uh, the funny bone, I'm not like, I got to really have, 
And sometimes I think you could overdress for the That's audience. true. That's true. People are like, who's this fucking guy? Look at this guy. Ah, uh, good point. Yeah. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, I'm a blue collar guy over here. I can't be up there right. wearing a tux. Yeah. Yeah. Clothing is interesting because, you know, we all knew a, there was one guy who'd always wear a suit. And he said, my dirty jokes are funnier in a suit. Right. And then Seinfeld's a big suit guy. He's like, being, wearing a suit is funny because we're goofy. So seeing a goofy guy in a suit is a fun juxtaposition. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I never, he's always so hardcore about the oh, clothes. Yeah, you don't wear yeah. short sleeves. You don't wear a V-neck. You don't wear leather. That, I always think, with respect to one of the greats ever, I, I just think is nonsense. I think That's he sounds nonsense. stupid. Yeah. yeah, well, it's Chris Rock. It's Eddie Murphy. It's Patrice O'Neill. They're all wearing leather. Yeah. Jim Jeffries always wears leather. So I don't, uh, the, to me, it's just Norm. the comedian. And I think it's weird to be too different than who you are. Yes. So yes. I go uh, sneaks and, and jeans and, you know, Tempe Improv. I'm like, I got to get a jacket here. This is crazy. Oh, really? Okay. And I was in Salt Lake City Wise Guys. This is it. part of it, too. I'm like, I went to Wise Guys, and my guarantee was nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to put a jacket on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Me, uh, certain, some places you're like, you're giving me a certain amount of money. I'm like, right. I got to. You got to present. Yeah, the lady thing is tough because my gal will do a set, and she's like, "If I'm wearing a nice outfit, no one's laughing. If I wear a sweater and jeans, no one, no. If I wear a sweater and <laughs> jeans, she's like, they they listen." Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people put more thought than I do into stuff like that. I had a comic recently. He was Asian. He was like, "I feel like I have to address that I'm Asian, or else they're just confused." And I think that's insane. That's crazy. I've never and heard uh, people are like, "Yeah, if you wear a sneak, I, I just think um, as a non-Asian, I say don't address. I, I'm I'm sick of hearing everyone go up and go, "I'm Asian. I'm black. I'm Middle Eastern." I'm like, yeah, we can see you. We right. got it. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't put too many uh, rules in it. the shorts. Everyone says you don't wear shorts, so I just don't wear shorts. But I don't think that's that crazy either, honestly. I don't know. I see Stavros wearing shorts, Sam Talent wears shorts. No one cares. Yeah, and then they start talking, and you're like, this guy's great. Right. No right. one's ever like, no, he has shorts. <laughs> I just I don't quite uh, get it. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I just I think being, being a Southerner, it, the, the dress fucked me up, because there's a lot of like, whoa, you got to wear a jacket in here. And I went to high school. I had to wear a uniform. Right. So I think I got some uh, Nazi jizz in me with the with the uh, uniform thing. Yeah, I can remember. There's certain people like that. I remember being at the Stress Factory years ago, and a friend of mine. I had a T-shirt, and he's like, "Do you want to borrow my jacket?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah. Like, this is weird." Whoa. And I was like, "I'm featuring at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick." <laughs> and you're featuring. I don't get it. I'm like, "What am I? I, I what? I don't get it." I know who that was, uh, by the way. And then I'm like, some of these like a corporate gig again. It's like they're giving you whatever it is. Thousands of dollars. Of I think course. If it's, if it's five figures, you're like, let me put something on. Yeah, let yeah. Let me put on a $300 jacket. But if you're just at the stand, yes, you're getting 40 bucks on a Wednesday. But it's all pipes. It's all changing because I did two corporate gigs last weekend, and I realized I forgot to pack a nice thing. I'm wearing jeans. I forgot to get slacks or whatever. And I just said, oh, I got a polo in here. I threw the polo on with a jacket. And you show up, and all these big wigs, they're wearing... A blazer with khakis and a t-shirt or jeans and a t-shirt and a blazer. It They're all hip now. Right. You know, 40's the new 20 or whatever the hell. Tell that to Epstein. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's um, it's tricky, but I, yeah, I never wanted to put too much thought no, into it. No, as you shouldn't. I was just curious. Yeah. Um, well, that's a wild story, though. Oh, man. A lot of cash. I, I deposited it the next day. I love throwing it in the bank because you go, here you go. And I just throw them a sack and they go, fuck. All right. Yes. Yeah. That was a really long uh, Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was the first take. Lava beans. (laughs) Can we cut it down a little, Anthony? He's like, okay, whatever you want. I can't do accents. I don't know why I'm doing this instead of British. Is he a sir? Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. He's a sir. Elton John's a sir. Everyone's a sir. Elliot Page. What? No, it's a guy. Michael Caine, I think. Oh, He's Michael Caine. Doesn't it feel like you could just name older British people and just assume they are? Peter O'Toole. Sting, Peter yeah. Frampton. Uh, McKenna, that guy. McKen. He's in Lord of the Rings. McKen- oh, Ian McMacintosh. McKellen. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes, McIntyre. Exactly. Is Sting a sir? Can you be Sir Sting? That doesn't feel right. I think you'd be a Sting, sir. That was a great old Dana Carvey bit. Call me Sting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. Um, Good good, uh, Norm bit, too, when they're naming the Fantastic Four. He's like, I'll be Mr. Fantastic. He's like, wait, wait, what? He's like, 
I'm the thing. You're going to be Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> That's similar to the delicious Red Delicious. What's that one? He had the same kind of bit about the apples. Oh, they were named the apples. This just... is a Macintosh apple. Oh. And the guy's like, uh, Red Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> boy, he was fantastic. Fantastic. Funny guy. And then, but boy, he really just flip flop those bits. He's like, I can reuse this formula here. Yeah, why not? That's what most artists do. I know, I know. I've, I've noticed, I've caught myself doing it. I'm like, this sounds like a bit I wrote in 2012. Yeah. I think, like, I mean, you think of like the Stones, you have satisfaction is like, down, 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 and then Jumpin' Jack Flash is like, down, down, I was born. You know, it's like very similar. Very similar, yeah. I always say this. I'm like, every special I have, you're like, yeah, here's the sex jokes, here's the shit jokes, here's the travel jokes, and then my parents are gay. It's like, you know, you only have five things. Well, you're right what you know. Exactly. And I think if people like you and they come see you and they see you again, they'll like that too. Right. And then you got Scorsese. You're like, all right, here's the New York crime right, movie with Robert right. De Niro, and with the, with a uh, classic rock background. Yes, give me shelters in every song, every movie, every movie, and the same with a uh, what's his face, Wes Anderson. I mean, you can't get more stylized than Wes Anderson, and every movie's the same, and it's just different plot, and we love it. Yeah, well, some he's of them falling off pretty significantly. It really has. Well, yeah, he came out of the gate with Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, then Tannenbaums. Well, you know what happened. No. He lost Owen. Is that right? Owen wrote the first three with him. Owen is the Larry David of Wes Anderson. Owen is good. Wow. What a talent. Owen me money. Wow. Uh, How about that? Yeah. But I'm doing these films. Sugimoto, keep an eye out. Sugimoto and, 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 and Rubinoff. Yeah. And uh, it's very exciting, but they're both back-to-back weeks, so I'm memorizing two different films and characters. I got, rehe- I got to go to rehearsal, Jerry. Wow, plus you're doing stand-up, plus you're maybe having a kid, plus you're uh, <laughs> traveling. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot going on. Yesterday I had a podcast, radio, rehearsal, three sets. Jesus, hey, channel. Something else. Today we're doing back-to-back episodes, then rehearsal, then sets. Wow. It's too much, Jerry. It's wild. It's a lot. Uh, but just think about that June. You're going to be coasting. June will be nice. June is good. June, June is big. Juneteenth. But um, don't we have the podcast that day? No, the 22nd. June 22nd. Live up. 27th. 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 Gramercy. That, that Gramercy. That'll sell out, baby. And but, uh, the last one was a hot one, so get tickets. But in the uh, rehearsal yesterday, one of these things, I play a sheriff, ah. and I tackle a guy, which is exciting. You sure this isn't a gay porn? No, yeah. <laughs> tackle him and fuck him. It's not a porn. Okay, okay. Uh, right. uh, it is a plot. Pantsless with just the gun belt. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. You're under arrest, cowboy. You're under arrest, sugar. So I'm the sheriff, and I tackle the guy. So Rubinoff, he brings in a stunt coordinator. Ah, here we go with the coordinator. <laughs> Which feels a little crazy. Sounds like a uh, Schwarzenegger, the coordinator. So I literally meet this guy who's playing the, the guy, and he's just an actor. I meet him, <laughs> and I met him like 10 minutes ago, and now it's like we got to stunt coordinate. So we blow up a mattress, and I'm just tackling this boy I met 10 minutes ago. Oh, this is heaven. Like, <laughs> this is your paradise. Like, <laughs> times <laughs> and the day before i did some chest workout you know uh, you gotta work the chest i was doing these things oh no that's a tough the butterfly that's yeah. no joke yeah i was doing a lot of butterflies family's got a lot of buffers so i was doing butterflies and presses and push-ups and whatever and I'm pretending to be a person a man yes, yes and then the next day they go we got a stunt coordinator so i'm you know smoking a butt with my pants off going okay coordinator i get it. i know how to tackle somebody there you go and they go, what? And the guy's like, what's your combat experience? And I'm like, well, I did MMA for four years. And he says, I don't believe you. And I go, well, whatever. I'll choke you out right now, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Subway. So uh, we start practicing, and I'm tackling him and tackling him over and over again. And next thing you know, one of the tackles, the classic move, he's like, all right, let's do one more just so we have oh, it. Oh, no. And you tackle, and you just hear, and my chest, I tore something over here. Come on. Above my right nipple. I got it, like, I'm like. Ah! Oh, and then you no. get up and you're doing this and like, did you hurt yourself? But you don't want to say yes. And you're like, well, I was lifting. And they're like, you've never lifted anything. You yes, piece of shit. yes, yes, yes. Oh, you, you tore a, a tit. So I got a, a tit tear. And uh, I feel like an ass. That sounds like a dinosaur. The tit the tear. The tit tear, yeah. There you Kinda. go. Maybe not. Eh, a little bit. Well, whatever. You tit, swing, you miss. Tit mouse. But uh, yeah, I'm walking around with a, a tit tear. Now I'm afraid to tackle this son of an onion. <laughs> 
Oh, man. You okay? I think it's okay, but it, if it was the left side, I'd be in the hospital. Thinking, what? Uh, well, I, thought, I think it was the ER, you know? What do you uh, call it? A heart attack. Oh, right, 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 right. Gack, 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 gack. But, yeah, uh, isn't that weird? When you're working, you're tearing muscle. That's what being sore is, is your muscle's trying to heal. I know. It's weird. And uh, Sam Harris always talks about that, that perspective of, like, if you had a disease that made you feel the way you do while you're working out... You'd be like, I have a horrible disease. Mm, but when you're working out, you're like, this is good. Feel right, it, baby. Feel right. that burn. Feel After the burning. You're like limping. You're like, oh, man, I'm so sore. I did 500 squats. That's true. But if you just had a disease, you're like, my legs are dying. Yeah. So that, that's interesting. That's kind of what COVID was. You were just like, I feel run down. I feel like I ran a marathon, but I didn't get off the couch. Yeah. Weird. Or, uh, or hung over. If there was a disease that made you feel hung over... Forget about it. That disease is called alcoholism. Yeah. And it's real, folks. Well, I heard, uh, you ever see the movie A Beautiful Mind? Yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah, well, Russell Crowe, whatever. But <laughs> I think it won Best Picture, by the way. I think so. They uh, love that shit. Yeah, either way, uh, he his roommate in college, he's supposed to be in college, he's like 61, and he, his roommate in college comes in, he's like, I'm hungover. You know, when you're hungover, that's because your body is dehydrated. So I wonder if... When you're out in the desert for too long, stranded, if you feel hungover. And I remember as a kid being like, but now I'm like, I don't know about that. Because, you know, you're guzzling poison. It's probably a different feeling than being thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, just something that was in the back of my ass. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think we have to end on that. What? (laughs) We're wrapping up, baby. Oh, no. George is saying cut it. Jeez, sorry. I brought up the beautiful mind. We got nine more episodes to record in the next half hour. It was a beautiful ending. I'll tell you that. Great episode, though. Solid app. I think they've usually dipped off by now, anyways. Yeah, we're all dipping. Count your money, folks. Don't put it in your suitcase. And uh, 10 grand. Don't bring it to Canada. I know. I know a lot of the Tuesdays are traveling with $10,000 at all times. But um, (laughs) I'm sure we got a couple of CEOs out there, drug dealers. You know, we should start doing this thing that these people do with a plug in the middle, the middle plug. Ah, the hair That's plug. big, because yeah. I got about 11 people coming to half these shows, and I think it's the plugs. <laughs> really? Hair plugs. Yes, yes, butt plug. All right, well, we'll do a middle plug. Let's try it. Middle right. earth, middle seat. I'll be middling for uh, Nick DiPaolo. <laughs> uh, Isn't it funny? The be- when this show started, we had nothing going on. Oh, we were middling. Yeah. I was middling for DiPaolo. You were counting fences. I don't know what the fuck you I were doing. I was counting ones at the Newark <laughs> airport. And uh, now here we are, really all over the place. When does this episode come out? June 13th. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, happy Pride Month, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording this in January of 19. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck COVID is, Ooh, but it sounds wee. not that scary anymore. No, no. Uh, man, we're recording this. Uh, we'll try to think. Who died recently? You know, who, somebody must have died. Artie Lang and Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Billy, superstar Billy Graham. Wrestling died today. All oh, right. Wow. That was okay. before my time, I feel. I don't know, yeah, Billy. Yeah. Graham more like cracker. 70s, I that was think. For oh. his name, though. Okay. Graham well, K. that joke went nowhere. But all right. <laughs> um, all right. I'll be uh, this weekend Columbus Funny Bone, uh, oh, capital of Ohio. Great Funny Bone. One of the best, maybe probably the best Funny Bone in America. Hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang, hang on. Hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang on. Oh, H, I. Oh, uh, Tuesday's uh, Gramercy, June 27th, yeah. and then uh, July and August, crazy. Um, uh, Irvine, California, Irvine Improv, July 13th through the 15th. San Jose Improv, July 20th through the 22nd. Providence Comedy Connection, August 3rd through the 5th. Portland uh, Helium, uh, August 10th through the 12th. And then, of course, the Dallas Improv, August 24th through 26th. And then in September, I got uh, Zanies, Cobbs, San Francisco, and Nashville in September. That's going to be fun. And of Damn. course, Skankfest, too. Oh, you better believe it, baby. All right. Uh, I'm in Australia. Say hello. And then I'll come back. And it's a right on to a theater tour. And uh, Netflix special. Look out for that. Look out for his YouTube special. And uh, yeah, check out get tickets marknormancomedy.com and we're we'll see you on the 27th at the Gramercy and then a, mm-hmm. in Philly on the 22nd, August 22nd. August 22nd. Yes, thank That's you. Right. Gramercy 2 weeks from today. Big yeah. hot guests. Yeah. What do you got Chuck Chuck? Uh, all right. So, uh, check out my pod fun bearable. We just had on uh, you know, episodes with Doug Key, Andrew Chavone, Matt Wayne, uh, Alan Fitzgerald who's uh 
whose special I'm directing. It's coming out right around this time. I think he's having a release party at Grove 34 on June 30th, oh, actually. Oh, um, well, well, well. And uh, check out me and Brad this weekend at uh, Contropolis, Massachusetts, where we'll be moderating panels. I don't know who we're going to moderate for yet, but there'll be a bunch of people there. Joey Fatone, uh, Lou Ferrigno. It's going to be weird. But FunParablePod.com. Hey, wow, Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, the incredible cuck. That's right. Join that Patreon, for God's sakes. Oh. I got a baby. I can't afford a baby. My back's sweating. Join the Patreon. There's so much stuff. I mean, we've recorded. I, I can't even remember how much we've recorded. It's insane. It's so much. The comedy specials. I mean, we did Bigger and Blacker. We've got uh, Chappelle's in there. Killed him softly. And not to mention Home Alone. Uh, There's a new Hot Gay Sets coming out right around this time, oh, too. great. Because wow. we have one in the can for when Mark's gone. Wow. Hell yeah. And uh, Mike Cannon's on it. It's a real fun one. Yes, right. 109. Oh, oh wow. 109. Wow. That was yeah. recorded in January 09. Tore that building down. Yeah. Uh, right. So join that. It's a great episode. Great, great stuff. So much great stuff. Hours and hours. So thank you very much. Great love. God love you.